plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast. Today is lesson number 11 of our Food School 2019 marathon, where we talk all about the things, uh, the strategies from nutrition, fitness, healthy eating, healthy living world that you can use to make 2018 the best, the healthier, the fittest year of all years of you of all life and no matter how old you are or how young you are um how many years you've been here on earth you can still make it the best the fittest the healthiest year ever and that's the beauty of it you just gotta do things so today's lesson number 11 is dedicated to diet diet trends the most interesting most impactful most um researched diets of 2018. And guys, do not have negative associations with the word diets. Because for me, diet is just a way of eating. Everyone is on some kind of diet. If you eat food, and probably you do if you're still alive, then you're on some kind of diet. If your diet is I hopefully not <laughs> junk food only and, I don't know, French fries and burgers, then it's still a diet. It's just junky diet of fast food. Um, so change your diet and you will change your life. One of the, not new, but definitely one of the most talked about uh, diets of 2018 that was actually first introduced probably in 20s or 1920s, 1930s, so last uh, century to treat um, some epileptic seizures in kids especially, but also been used to uh, treat uh, and help with obesity and weight in general. So ketogenic diet, low-carb, high-fat diet. The thing about ketogenic diet specifically, uh, that diet is not just about what you eat specifically, but 
in order to be on a ketogenic diet, your body has to be uh, most of the time or very often every day, uh, maybe not the entire time, like some of the meals might kick you out of ketosis, but most of the time you should be in ketosis, basically burning your own fat for fuel instead of being glucose or um, blood sugar dependent, usually comes with higher carbohydrate diet. You need to be in ketosis when your body burns uh, fat for most of your energetic needs and you're fat adapted, meaning your brain is using uh, ketone bodies, the bodies that are produced by your body, by your liver, by burning your fat. Well, your brain uses ketones or fat for fuel. Your body uses your uh, and muscles um, use mostly fat for fuel. Uh, and that's... Um, how you know you are on a ketogenic diet. And to be in that state of ketosis, um, you need to, first of all, you need to probably do some kind of, some form of uh, intermittent fasting. You cannot just uh, eat uh, all day long and expect to be, it's still going to be ketogenic diet, but you're not going to be in ketosis, even eating high fat diet. Not a lot of people know that. Um, so, Ketogenic diet, uh, you got to be in ketosis. This is obviously a very low carb diet. So some people say you got to eat at least uh, 75% of your uh, food as uh, or your calories from fat. Some people say it's 80. Some people say it's 90. Some people say 60. Uh, you know, it depends on your purpose. It depends uh, how your meals are structured, like the amount of protein per meal, how your body tolerate different kinds of proteins uh, on your training. It also depends. Um, so the um, amount of fat in your diet or fat calories in your diet uh, can differ, but um, it should be the main source of your energy. And uh, usually you remove all the processed carbohydrates, all the sugars, all the fast carbohydrates, um, unless it's like um, an occasional treat or a square or dark chocolate. So well-formulated ketogenic diet has a lot of healthy fats of different origin, uh, saturated, monounsaturated, polyunsaturated from uh, whole foods preferably, but also not limited to whole foods. Also things like olive oil or grass-fed butter or ghee or even lard and tallow are included and obviously avocados, nuts and seeds. Uh, you just want to watch your carbohydrate count, even unknown starchy vegetables. Uh, if you're eating certain amount of carbohydrate and that kicks you out of ketosis and you're not able to burn your uh, fat from your food or your own body fat for fuel, then you're not in ketosis and you're not on a ketogenic diet. But in any case, low-carb, high-fat diets get really popular. Again, they help you, they, they help with different um, brain uh, disorders, you know, epileptic seizures, uh, or even things like Alzheimer's or dementia, they've proven to have an effect, depends on the person, their overall health or lifestyle, but still they're used by medical professionals to treat uh, all kinds of uh, brain disorders or injuries. Also, they help to fix uh, blood sugar, blood glucose metabolism. If you have problems with your blood sugar, you know, diabetes or something like that, or pre-diabetic, um, if you have problems with your insulin. Uh, so a lot of, with a lot of it, ketogenic diets, low carb, high fat, well-formulated diets can help. But also they seem to um, help with longevity, with decreasing inflammation a lot. So for example, if you're training hearts, then um, 
ketogenic diet, you might consider getting into ketosis more often and using ketogenic diet to decrease inflammation and improve your recovery. But again, that should be formulated specifically for your goals and your situation. Uh, and uh, of course, ketogenic diet should include uh, a lot of vegetables, but then, you know, there is things like carnivore diet, but when you eat only animal products and no vegetables, but that's, you know, that's not really a trend. It's just a few individuals do that to try it out. And I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. But anyway, low carb, high fat diet, um, especially, of course, popular because it's so damn effective for weight loss and fat loss specifically. So if you want to accelerate your fat loss journey uh, and make it easier on you because also ketogenic low-carb high-fat diet are proven to decrease your appetite and the amount of food you uh, eat and make it more tolerable to be in calorie deficit or in any kind of um, restriction, uh, dietary restriction in order to reach your uh, fat loss, weight loss goal. So ketogenic diet, uh, you might try it. And again, it's not some boring diet, you know, especially these days if you live somewhere in US. But even if you don't, like right now, for example, I'm in Siberia on a keto diet. Uh, I'm eating a lot of vegetables, uh, any kind of fish or meats or eggs uh, of great quality that um, I want to eat. And I never feel hungry I can eat, you know, avocados, nuts and seeds. I can even make desserts or eat dark chocolate. You know, it's it's not boring. Uh, and once you re-plan your meal plans, <laughs> then um, it's easy. And the best thing about it is just uh, a lot of people say the same thing, that it keeps their hunger at bay and it's easier to stick to any diet and they feel happy and they look better and they perform better and their sleep improves and their energy throughout the day. They don't feel like they gotta eat every single, I don't know, meal or every few hours. So ketogenic diet, uh, you might try it or at least low carb, high fat uh, if you don't know or don't want to be that specific about exact amount of fat or protein or carbohydrates uh, uh, you eat. But look it up. Ketogenic diet, uh, you might try and succeed. And also, remember guys, whenever you try some diet, try it for two, three weeks to really see the effect. And if you like it or not, it takes some time for your body to readjust. And then also do some research, like with ketogenic diet, for example, you want to make sure that you consume enough potassium, magnesium, and sodium. Because um, when your body starts to, when you start to remove carbohydrates from your diet, your body starts losing water uh, and you never really get that water back, but your body needs some time to rebalance your electrolytes, again, potassium, um, magnesium, calcium, your sodium. And for that period of time, while you're in that rebalance stage, you might uh, have um, some issues with your heart rate, with uh, your muscle contractions, uh, with your digestion. So just give it some time and do research and make sure that you do it properly so you don't feel shitty. Uh, and you actually succeed before judging if that diet works for you or not. Uh, it matters how you do it before you try any diet. And also remember that it's not forever. If you try something it doesn't work, uh, try something else. Uh, it's not anything drastic. You're still eating whole foods, whole natural foods. Um, so nothing can... Nothing bad can happen to you unless you do some crazy shit like some people trying to like fast for 30 days without food or uh, anything, even though their diet prior to that 
far from good and uh, also <laughs> their health and just some people attempt to do crazy stuff and that can yeah you can die from that but if you do normal things if you uh don't do anything extreme and crazy with your nutrition then you're going to be fine uh intermittent fasting another trend that got a lot of attention from scientific community a lot of research there is a book that kind of goes in depth on that and gives you more science behind intermittent fasting or fasting or not eating periods circadian rhythm uh, or ultimate guide to fasting those are the ones that i recommend intermittent fasting it's proven scientifically that when you have periods of time when you have no foods and the longer that period seems to be the better uh if you have, if at times of meals you provide enough nutrition so the longer that fasting window when you consume no calories no nutrition of any kind maybe uh herbal tea black coffee uh might be okay other than that nothing um nothing at all so the longer that periods of fasting the more benefits health wise and weight wise uh you get and a lot of people improve their uh insulin sensitivity their blood glucose uh, metabolism um uh, a lot of health issues just go away when you start uh reducing your eating window even though your diet might not be perfect and that's the power of that and really kind of like magic thing that you might eat the same diet but change it but just by changing your eating window and uh making your in- eating window shorter so maybe instead of eating all day long you start eating first for like only 12 hours and maybe 10 then maybe 12 the benefits grow exponentially as the studies show um guys so if you just change that your health your body will improve and also the earlier you stop eating the more benefits you get again uh when it comes to weight loss fat loss but also your metabolic health you look younger you have more energy your cells create energy more effectively and efficiently so intermittent fasting it's really easy again you just um uh you just constrict your eating window and eat only uh at certain hours maybe from i don't know 8 to 4 or from 12 to 8 and the rest of the time you consume water on sweetened tea and coffee and that's it got a lot of popularity or a lot of fans intermittent fasting because it can be really flexible you can move your eating window around and uh the rest of your diet can be pretty flexible and <laughs> The beautiful part about intermittent fasting is you don't need to buy anything or get any kind of food or count anything. You just stop eating. That's it. <laughs> so try it. It's really amazing thing and can do no harm to you. Whole 30. Another diet that got a lot of uh popularity, got a lot of publicity. Uh you can google it, but basically it's kind of like paleo um of, i i don't really see much of a difference uh, except for maybe some foods and protocol but whole 30 uh, it's that trend towards unprocessed whole foods eliminating foods that can cause potentially for um uh, 
for a big group of individuals, some digestive issues, uh, inflammation, autoimmune reactions. So, for example, eliminating grains and legumes like you would on paleo diet or diet of our ancestors before agrarian revolution, where we when we started eating uh, grains and legumes on a bigger scale when we domesticated cattle and started uh, drinking a lot of dairy. So before all that happened, we didn't really have that in our diet on a regular basis. And we seem to have no diseases of um, modern civilization as we do now, no degenerative diseases or diseases as they sometimes call them of old age, even though they are not necessarily diseases of old age, they just diseases for our poor lifestyle and poor understanding of our nutrition lifestyle choices that cause a lot of those diseases. And here I'm talking about diabetes or heart disease or Alzheimer's or dementia, all of that. Um, so anyway, Whole30 diet, it's about, again, eliminating those potentially harmful and inflammatory foods uh, and eating a lot of vegetables, uh, a lot of other whole foods, you know, fruits or nuts and seeds of good quality, meats, uh, fish, eggs, uh, and again, the minimum processed, minimally processed, that's the key word. So you want to get most of your food without any kind of ingredient list, have it cooked, cook it yourself or somebody else cooks it for you, fresh food, local, without pesticides, herbicides, antibiotics, uh, hormones in animals, wild if it comes to fish, so all those things. Um, I uh, This diet, really, like I recommend it to everyone at least to try and see how you feel and then you might reintroduce some grains or some legumes or some dairy and see how it affects you. But without eliminating it, you can't really say if that affects you negatively or not, because you might be used to the way you feel right now. Uh, and it's it's hard for you to tell, really, does it hurt the, this particular fruit? Does it hurt you or not? Until you eliminate it for three weeks, that what I recommend, and then reintroduce that food, just that food, um, and see how it actually affects you, how your life is changed with and without it. So Whole30, look it up. Plant Paradox, or also sometimes I combine it with Paleo Diet because both of those diets kind of built around the autoimmune reactions of our body to some food groups and some plants. Um, For example, again, grains, legumes, or most of the dairy products. Um, So Plant Paradox goes even further. It talks about nightshades, foods like bell peppers or tomatoes or all kinds of um, squashes or peanuts or cashews or a lot of fruit in our diet. So um, plant paradox it's for someone who has a lot of autoimmune issues and just has a lot of issues with food. Like no matter what you eat, it seems to, you know, <laughs> fuck you up in some way or the other. So plant paradox that eliminates a lot of pro-inflammatory, potentially damaging to your gut and cause it down to immune reactions. Food, like again, grains, like legumes, uh, um, like the, a lot of, most of the dairy products, uh, 
um, fruits, a lot of fruit, uh, nightshades, as I said. That it's a book by Dr. Stephen Gundry, who works with Tony Robbins, with Peter Diamandis, and a lot of other cool guys <laughs> who are interested in the most energy and the most immunity and the best metabolic health. So Plant Paradox, look it up. Um, paleo diet, as I've mentioned it, again, that focuses on eliminating food groups like grains, uh, like legumes, like dairy products, the foods that, again, seem to cause for a lot of people different digestive issues, autoimmune issues, um, uh, problems with energy, inflammation, and even blood sugar, and all kinds of um, uh, neurodegenerative diseases. So paleo diet, again, eliminating those foods. You can also look it up. Uh, Again, those diets, you know, they cannot cause any harm. It is something you might try for three weeks. Give give it a try at least three, four weeks. That's what I recommend. And see how you feel. If you feel better, then continue doing it, you know. The better you feel the better your life going to be, the better you'll be able to accomplish. Uh, and then the last ones, longevity diet, um, Mediterranean diet, and similar to those diets, basically diets built around a lot of fresh, local produce, uh, a lot of vegetables, a lot of plants in general, fruits, nuts, and seeds, uh, eating seasonally, uh, good fats like olive oil, like uh, avocados, like macadamia nuts, uh, fatty uh, fish. So basically mostly monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats, not so much uh, saturated fats. And also they tend to um, tell you to reduce the amount of protein you eat, uh, animal protein, not uh, plant protein. And also they include things like legumes, um, you know, as I said, a lot of vegetables, tubers like sweet sweet potatoes or any kind of tubers really uh, as long as it's whole food from plant kingdom cooked in a healthy way than longevity diet mediterranean diet those diets are always you know popular there is also the mind diet that uh, focuses on the, uh, the health of your brain and uh, uh, new neurons uh, so longevity diet, Mediterranean diet, again, a lot of healthy fats, limiting your uh, animal protein, eating more eggs and fish for your animal protein, if ever, uh, healthy dairy, like the usually some aged cheeses or some yogurt, of course, without sugar, no added sugars, no processed food, eating locally, eating seasonally, uh, fasting, you know, not overeating. All that is for longevity diet, Mediterranean diet. And as you know, Mediterranean diet or similar to that kind of diet, it's uh, applied by a lot of centenarians or people who live to 100 without um, many diseases of our modern civilization. So longevity diet, Mediterranean diet, you might try those diets. Uh, if you're interested in longevity, in health of your cells, but those diets, you know, Again, they're good for everyone. Uh, and uh, the only downside or possible downside of longevity and Mediterranean diet uh, might be because they do not restrict uh, carbohydrates and certain food groups like legumes or they do not restrict carbohydrates. People with some metabolic issues, but with issues with blood sugar or people with autoimmune issues might have some uh, problems from those diets and might need to try other uh, more elaborate 
diets. Um, but in general, if we talk about trends for 2018 and forward, it's all about the quality of food over quantity, going organic, going grass-fed, antibiotics-free, pasture-raised, uh, wild. It's all about a lot of vegetables, good quality vegetables, and plant-based diet. Plant-based doesn't mean you eat only plants, but the most bulk of your diet is fresh, uh, cooked in a healthy way, vegetables of all kinds, of all colors, with a lot of nutrition. So another trend is focused on nutrients and eating as many nutrients, vitamins, minerals per calorie of food as you possibly uh, can, instead of focusing on some calories that don't really mean anything to your body. Then also healthy fats, you know, low-fat diets, uh, they, they're slowly dying, eating healthy fats, especially monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats from fatty fish, from olive oil, from olives, from avocados, uh, from all kinds of amazing plants, nuts and seeds. Fats, healthy fats are here to stay. On saturated fats, uh, you know, there are still debates, like for some people they are okay, for some people they are not so great. Uh, but eating in excess saturated fats, not really a great idea for anyone. Usually, only young people with relatively uh, few or none health problems can really tolerate it. Um, otherwise, you should concentrate more again on polysaturated and monounsaturated fats from plant kingdom. Also, great um, big thing in diet world is personalization. We finally start to understand that exactly the same diet works differently for each individual and we need to make adjustments. So uh, it's really amazing idea and a good thing to do to not just follow some diet to the, you know, tea, but to actually personalize whatever diet approach you have. So for example, I'm on a ketogenic diet, but I also do not eat uh, that much red meat at all or chicken. My protein intake is mostly from fish and eggs, uh, and I eat uh, a lot of vegetables. I also I also combine it with plant paradox, so I do not eat any legumes uh, or grains or nightshades like bell peppers or tomatoes that are allowed, for example, on low-carb, high-fat diet. So personalize your nutrition approach. And one food groups can really screw your diet. Like if you're lactose intolerant and you consume dairy and think it's all some hocus pocus, <laughs> bogus, I don't know, uh, just by eliminating dairy products, you might, you know, eat the whole other kingdom of all of the foods uh, and feel amazing. But if you keep your dairy in and change all of the other aspects, no sugar, ketogenic, I don't know, plant paradox, but you keep the dairy, that might screw your whole diet. And that's the kind of tricky part about nutrition. It got to be personalized. It got to be uh, made specifically for you. And until we have better way to figure out with technology, you got to figure out through trial and error. And there is no way around it for right now. So to uh, conclude our episode about diet trends, about different uh, diets uh, that are popular, that diet development and getting more fans, well, to conclude that, um, I just want to tell you to, if something doesn't work, don't keep it. 
try different things, give it time, three, four weeks. Uh, uh, if you decide to eliminate a particular food group, eliminate only that for the time being. Try how you feel without it and then with it and then try something. You do not try all of the things at once and then it's really hard to figure out what actually worked and what didn't work. Um, so, And if you do not feel good, do not think that this is how you just feel. Change something and you're going to feel better. So thank you for tuning in, for staying with me for lesson number 11. Stay tuned for 10 more lessons where we're going to cover labels, shopping, and uh, life skills to, to help you to stick with any kind of nutrition or healthy living approach. A lot of things for the next 10 lessons. So stay tuned, guys. And till next time, eat better daily.